Hello and welcome to the podcast today. So this podcast is the first in a series of pods that we are doing um, on the comparative. And the the first podcast is um, a deep dive, well, not sure how deep of a dive it is, but it's, it's uh, a look at... Patricia Burke Brogan's Eclipsed um, and I suppose part of a series because we studied uh, Eclipsed as part of the comparative study um, so the idea is that we will create a podcast for each uh, text and they can be then used as revision tools uh, in sixth year okay? and you'll hear from me mainly and you'll hear some questions which have been sent in from the class um and they the questions essentially are what make the podcast they they direct the whole conversation really um also just a heads up this is my so I've done a bit of podcasting before but this is the first time I have uh, tried to do it properly if that makes sense um basically i've just discovered that you can record in like different pieces and piece it all together afterwards um which is handy because it's allowed me to to put their questions into the podcast where they need to go in and it, it it's like it's obviously way easier to record the podcast that way but beforehand, uh, when I was when I was recording podcasts, I used to just hit start and talk and hope it would go well and not edit it and uh, hit stop at the end. Um, so this is my first time basically using the different segments, I suppose, to to make it. Um, so if it sounds very bitty and start stoppy and stuff, then that's why um and yeah that's it so just to give a bit of background about the play eclipsed which was produced in 1994 is set in the old mary magdalene laundries run by an order of nuns it's an all-woman play and it follows the lives of a group of quote-unquote, fallen women who have had their babies snatched from them at birth, only to be given up for adoption. Uh, it follows their wretched lives of drudgery as they earn their keep in the laundry. So, sometimes these women carry on, like, basically the chorus of orphans in the Broadway musical Annie. At other times, they would remind you of individuals who populated all those movies that Warner Bros. made about women's prisons in the 1930s and 40s. The characters in Eclipsed do what such folk always do on stage. They role-play, usually with the help of uniforms or robes of state. The play is also set in a laundry attached to an Irish convent, where the paraphernalia of religious authority are more or less always on hand being washed and ironed. They sneak smokes, moon about idols of popular culture, in this case Elvis, and vent their frustrations, sometimes to the extent of exploding into the hostilities that end with a couple of group's members wrestling on the floor. 
Five of the play's eight characters are unwed mothers whose families have turned their collective backs and signed the girls over to a bizarre form of servitude, which, as we know, sadly took place in Ireland. The Magdalen Laundries, as they were called, were generally attached to convents, with the nuns and even the novices extending close to complete authority over the lives and activities of the girls signed into their care. According to a programme note provided by the Irish Rep, the first of these odd institutions on record in Dublin was founded in Leeson Street in 1766 as the Magdalen Asylum, often referred to as a refuge, and strangely enough, it gave sanctuary to Protestant women under 20 years of age who had given birth out of wedlock or were expectant mothers. Initially, these laundries represented a form of good works performed by privileged women on behalf of those less fortunate. Towards the middle of the 19th century, various orders of Catholic nuns, the Good Shepherd Sisters in Limerick and the Sisters of Charity in Dublin, among others, took over with the result that they began to take on the punitive tone that had become overwhelming by the time the author of Eclipsed, then a young novice, was transferred to a convent to which one of the laundries was attached. As Patricia Burke, she had plenty of opportunity to observe the cruelty that had crept into life in the laundries and the situation in which the young girls were virtual prisoners, kept under lock and key and denied visits to their children who were consigned to orphanages mainly in the area. The naive young nun, Sister Virginia, um, is based in part by the author's own admission on her own harsh experience in a Galway convent that housed a Magdalen laundry. Webster's Collegiate Dictionary contains a secondary definition for the word Magdalene that reads a house of refuge for prostitutes, which indicates the manner in which these unfortunate young women were regarded, perhaps particularly when the church acquired the laundries. Brogan's play displays five young workers, four of them unwed mothers, and the fifth the youngest, an arrival from the orphanage in which some of the other characters' children are housed. Along with the sympathetic self-portrait, Brogan has provided a neurotic, black-hearted Mother Superior in Mother Victoria. Rosa, the linchpin of the play's slightly awkward framing device, which has her journeying from Boston to Ireland in search of information concerning her mother, who she believes was one of the luckless inmates of the laundry she visits, motivating the two-act flashback that is the heart of the play. A recorded epilogue informs the audience at the end that in the course of a construction project early in the present decade, the earthly remains of more than 300 women, including several of the play's characters, were dug up, moved and reburied to leave the play on a depressing and sombre note. To date, there have been 61 productions of Eclipsed on three continents, but the controversial work was not always so well received, being initially rejected by all of the main theatre companies who said it was too controversial. What is the relationship like between Mother Victoria and the other girls in the play? So the first question comes in there from Nicole and it's what is the relationship like between Mother Victoria and the other girls in the play? Well, it's quite apparent early on that Mother Victoria is feared by the girls and I suppose by Sister Virginia. Now, it's important to note that she's feared and not respected. Um, they don't show disrespect towards her or anything like that, but I suppose 
while she would think she's being respected, it's generally, it's it's born out of fear of her. Um, she's obviously in a position of authority. She's running the laundry. But her relationship with the girls isn't good. She doesn't respect them. She doesn't show any empathy towards them. And in fact, she's quite harsh on them. Um, her own stance, I suppose, is she's subservient to uh, his lordship, all right, um, who she often refers to. Uh, this is the bishop. Um, this, like, her reference to him all the time as his lordship, I suppose, gives us an insight into her own mindset, like, and who is important within society. Um, she sees men as being the greater in society. While the girls then are very different, um, even though they long for men and they, 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 they you know, are constantly talking about them, um, they still have quite a negative view of them. Um, they can be heard saying, no fellas, no trouble you mean. Uh, and one law for them and another for us. The women are basically aware of the inequality in society. So I suppose this different view on men um, drives, I suppose, Mother Victoria and the girls apart uh, even further, really, um, because Mother Victoria respects and looks up to men while the girls don't, it just drives a bigger wedge between them, I suppose. Um, so what is the relationship like? It's, it's quite a damaged relationship. My, hi, I'm Heather. My question for English is, Eclipsed is the name of the book, but in the notes, what way are the women described as being eclipsed? And what does this mean? So that question comes in from Heather. Uh, what way are the women described as being eclipsed? And what does this mean? So there's kind of two meanings from the word eclipsed for this uh, play. And uh, the first one is um, Mother Victoria says to Sister Virginia, try to remember that we are eclipsed, okay, referring to nuns, okay. Um, and this, this was basically uh, a belief that the nuns had. They believed in blind obedience, which is the idea that they are in the shadow of God, um, they can't see him, or they may not see him, but they, they know he is there, all right? It's a blind obedience. Um, and it's, it's funny, like, she often repeats blind obedience, blind obedience, and this is a kind of a, a, like, a way of keeping her in charge or her in the position that she's in throughout the play um, when talking to Sister Virginia. Um, but what does Eclipse mean in terms of the women within the play? For me, these girls are kind of, they're shunned from society. They're, they're cast into these laundries um, out of sight, 
out of sight, out of mind, okay? Out of mind, out of sight, whatever whatever way that is. But uh, essentially, they are the ones who are eclipsed then. They're eclipsed from the society, meaning we can't see them. Well, sir, this is Rafiq. Um, do we, I should say, do you think that uh, Sister Virginia, after being confronted by Bridget, do you think that confrontation changed her opinions on on the situation, on the women, or do you think it just reaffirmed them and kind of led her to continue on as she was? Thanks. So that question comes in from Rafiq. Sister Virginia, after being confronted by Bridget, do you think that the confrontation changed her opinions on the women or just reaffirmed them and led her to continue on as she was? So I suppose a bit of a background there. Like Bridget plays a role in making Sister Virginia face up to what she's in danger of becoming. Aggressively, she accuses Sister Virginia of being as bad as the rest of them. And says that she keeps the women locked up so they will forget about living while their heads go soft and mushy for hymns and prayers. Um, it's quite an aggressive, uh, like, standout moment in the play when uh, Bridget basically attacks her. Um, and it is quite a big confrontation. But I don't think... It definitely doesn't change her opinions. Like... From the very beginning of the play, Sister Virginia always comes across as one of the good ones. Um, even though she's a nun and she's uh, above the girls in a position of authority, she she definitely um, you you could see from throughout the play from the get go that she has empathy towards the girls and. You know, she she does uh, remain in a position of authority and uh, and like does order them about, but she's always it's almost as if she's trying to keep the peace um, between her or sorry between the girls and Mother Victoria. So so from the get go, like she's good, um, and then. I suppose one of the big questions throughout the play is will she act on her her good nature like will her morals win out in the end up and will she come good for the girls so this confrontation with Bridget certainly doesn't change her opinion because her opinion has been the same throughout um but and and you're right. It, it basically it does reaffirm uh, what she believes. All right, and she, you know she believes that the girls are that w- what's going on in front of her is not right, um, and they're in a bad situation. So um, the turning point, I suppose, for Sister Virginia comes then as she learns about Kathy's death uh, when she tries to escape. Um, she gives in to Bridget's demands and hands over the keys. Uh, as Bridget's leaving, she accuses Sister Virginia of being dead inside, although we never learn Sister Virginia's fate. The implication is that she eventually leaves the convent and becomes her own person once more in the outside world. Yeah, so it's it's a good question. 
um, does the confrontation change her opinion? No, it definitely reaffirms what she believes and it, it is one of uh, a series of moments in the play where she is um, getting towards that uh, realisation or revelation for her on what, what she should do. My question is, how are the lifestyles of the characters affected in the play and is it still relevant today? So that question comes in there from Aaron. Um, two part question, so we'll, we'll, take it, we'll take the first part first. How are the lifestyles of the women affected in the play? Um, when the play begins, we, we only get to see what their life is like inside the laundry. And it's not... Um, like it's not your everyday uh, lifestyle of a young girl Um, they are made to work uh, for endless amounts of hours during the day Um, they're not allowed outside Uh, like everything is quite curtailed and um, like bleak so they don't they don't have an enjoyable life on the inside of the laundry. Um, and I suppose we can only assume that they led a much different life on the outside. Um, you know, they're if they make references to dances that they've gone to, um, they're out meeting boys, um, doing all the things that you would expect the girls their age to do. Um, so their lifestyle really is how is it affected it's turned upside down um, it's completely reversed when they're put into the laundry and that's that's how it's affected um, so the second part of that question which I've been thinking about for a while and actually it's it's kind of difficult to answer really um, directly so the question is uh is the place still relevant today? And I would say, yes, it is still relevant today. Um, Like, obviously, you know, this doesn't happen in Ireland anymore, and that's a good thing. Um, Like, people, women aren't thrown into laundries for getting pregnant. Um, So... But does that make the play any less relevant? No. Um, like, the relevance of the play, or the importance of it even, is, I suppose, to mark or honour or sort of understand the ordeal that these women uh, experienced in the 60s. And, you know... It doesn't change what happened for them or make it any better, but it's still important that we just don't erase it from history. Um, so is the place still relevant today? Absolutely. Hi, Maya here. Um, my question is, 
Is there any way for the women to redeem themselves? We are told that the women um, are forever marked and no longer have an identity. Is there any way for them to be seen the way they were seen before they were sent away to laundry? Or will they forever be identified as fallen women? Thanks. So this is probably one of the best questions that came in. Um, is there any way for the girls, the women, to redeem themselves? Will they ever overcome the reputation of this, basically? So <clears throat> the optimist in me would like to think yes, but I've had the luxury of growing up in a more diverse society. Uh, sex before marriage isn't seen as a mortal sin anymore. People can live their lives how they see fit. And while it mightn't, it mightn't necessarily be without judgment, it's most certainly a much more liberal country nowadays. The unfortunate truth of these girls is that they faced a much harsher reality. This was due to the power the Catholic Church had at the time in Ireland. So we're talking 1963 here and not 1992 when Rosa visits the laundry. The Catholic Church had major influence. Catholic schools, hospitals, orphanages, other similar institutions multiplied and flourished in the course of the 19th century and in many instances anticipated the development of similar services by emergent welfare states. In some countries, such as Ireland, the church eventually entered into various forms of partnership with the state in jointly providing social services. Um, in others, such as the United States, it created independent systems which paralleled uh, and, and in some ways competed with state provision. In any event, no other organisation in the modern Western world came as close as did the Catholic Church to matching the capacity of the present-day welfare state to fund and deliver mass social services. So what are we saying here? With this role in society, it meant that the Catholic Church had basically a hand in how society should behave. Their values were being taught in schools, families were regularly attending the weekly mass, Catholic influence was strong as they provided so many services for the country. Devotion to the church became extremely important. And we can actually see that uh, during the play. There's a couple of quotes that kind of allude to the, the influence of the Catholic church. Uh, one being, where is it now? Um, Nearly every mother west of the Shannon has a son studying for the priesthood. Okay, um, that's one of the girls says that uh, during a conversation. Um, basically, it shows us uh, that religion holds a huge influence over their lives. Um, you could argue hypocrisy that the Catholic Church insists that every sin can be forgiven, yet these women were never given the chance to recover or take back control of their own lives. Instead, they were banished from society, hidden away in shame, hence the wonderful title, Eclipsed, like we alluded to earlier. Um, it's also very important not to let this turn into like a scathing criticism of the church. That's not the point. Um, I just want to paint a picture of what it was like in Ireland in the 60s. Um, and I suppose you need to understand that the church held a lot of power. 
uh, later in the century, the Catholic Church began to lose its influence for a number of reasons, with the main contribution being the sex abuse scandals that have surfaced in the last number of years, and indeed the mother and baby home scandals, such as the one we read about in Eclipse. People are more open-minded now in Ireland, as we said, as multicultural, multi-denominational and more accepting, um, although with quite a way to go yet. Um, so really, to answer your question, I think due to the time in which this happened for the girls, there was to be no way for them to redeem themselves in society. Um, I think uh, you can see just... There's a, there's a quote in the play which captures society's view of these women um, and it's uh, a few children pointed at me and laughed and called me names. Um, I think that was Kathy or one of the girls after they had tried to escape. Um, she's talking about a child pointing and laughing at her. like So even the children of the society mock these women. So at the time... Would the would the girls have been able to redeem themselves? No, um, most definitely not in Ireland anyway. Uh, but thankfully, times have changed. Hello, girls, gays, straights, and lays. Um, it's Anya here, and my question is: Did reading Eclipse change you or your views? Did it impact your mood, your mindset, or your thoughts whilst reading the play? If yes, how so? If no, what would you change about the play to make it more effective? So the final question comes in from Anya, and uh, it's a good question. Um, there's a lot in it, and I'm kind of going to sort of sidestep the question a small bit um, in order to be able to answer it, but... Did reading Eclipse change you or your views? Did it impact your mood or your mindset? If so, how? If not, what would you change about the play to make it more effective? So the first thing, just to point out, like, you wouldn't really change anything about the play um, because it's a true story. And um, not, not saying, like, that you would start altering the play to make it untrue but I mean you could you could show uh, different uh, elements of the truth I suppose you could expose or whatever but um, me personally I wouldn't change anything about the play but I think the play is really effective okay and I'll, I'll explain that now okay so I suppose did it change my views I didn't have any views to begin with like uh, this play educated me. I wasn't fully aware of the story of the Magdalene Laundry, so it gave me insight. Hopefully it did that for you too. Um, uh, I suppose if we go back to Aaron's question, is it relevant today? Like, the purpose of the play is to tell the story of these women who could so easily be forgotten, and it does that. There's no way you can read this and not feel sorry for what they went through. Um, you have to read it and comprehend their suffering. That's that's all we really can do, right? So I think it's effective because its purpose is just that. Yes, you can read it. You can miss the whole point. It can be a play where the characters spend half their time doing play pretend, and that can get very annoying. 
or you can step back, see that it's all that they had to keep them going. You can appreciate not only that their children have been snatched from them, but their whole identity has been stolen. So for me, I think it's a very powerful play that gives us a snapshot look at what these women endured. Okay. So like, to answer your question, I think one one part of your question was, did it, did it change your views whilst reading it? And like, like I said, I didn't have any views, but it, it educated me. And it was only when I got to the very end of the the uh, play that I could really appreciate the whole point of it. Um, when you learn about the fates of the girls, um, if you're reading it, you know, for the first time and you're you're going through it and you don't really know how it turns out, then, you know, you can get a bit frustrated with how it's going. But in terms of when you get to the end of it and you understand their fate and you take the whole thing in isolation, um, it's a very, very powerful play. Um, and so therefore, I wouldn't change anything about it. Um, and thanks for the question. Okay, that rounds off the podcast. Um, hopefully it was useful. Um, again, just to reiterate, it's the first time that I've used the this app properly basically so uh, all of these recordings have been done in different segments and then I've put them together um, so if it sounds very start stop um, then I apologize it's, it's just it's a it's a bit of an experiment for me this whole process and uh, like I learn as I go um, but yeah, and also the order of the questions, um, hopefully they made sense. Um, I tried to order them as best I could to just to, to leave them in an order that I felt made sense, really. Um, there was a couple more questions that came in as well, um, and if they're not in the podcast, it's because they were similar questions to what we have answered here today. Um and yeah look thanks to the whole class for sending in questions and hopefully you get something from this okay